On this episode, you will see the power available in divine order and unity. That supernatural power is released on another level when we unite as one family. And what can happen with our children when they're taught the ways of God at an early age? Stay tuned. Life was bitter to the core. There was nothing to live for until love came. My name is Harold J. Perkins, and at the age of 17, I was selling drugs and on my way to an early grave. While sitting in my house with about 10 guys, God gave me an out-of-body experience, and I was lifted above the room. I could see everything moving in slow motion. After that, I got up and put those guys out, and I cried out to Jesus Christ. He came into my life with liberty and purpose, then I ran into religion. And it has taken me over 40 years to navigate through religion to fully understand what came into me that day. This podcast is to help put you on a faster track than it took me to get through religion and experience life, liberty, and purpose on a higher level. So get ready. We're about to start a revolution. Again, welcome. I'm excited to continue talking about what I talked about on the last episode. I'll begin with a statement I made on the last episode, that the most powerful thing on planet Earth is a family operating in the order God intended. Because when we operate in his divine order, we have the kingdom of heaven working with us to empower our success. Now, that's a bold statement, but I can back it up. There is nothing more powerful than divine family unity. Here are some examples. Let's start with heaven. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. The first thing we see here is that God is a father. Father speaks of family. Then we see that the whole family in heaven and earth is named Jesus Christ. So we see that heaven is run by a family. The most powerful thing in heaven is a family, more powerful than the angels and anything in heaven. So strong that an angel named Lucifer tried to overthrow this family and failed. Why? Because they operate in divine order and he was no match against their unity. This is what God wants on earth and he had it at one time. Let's go to the next example of a united family on earth. Before I do that, on the last episode, I dealt with a family of husband and wife. I'll deal with the children later. But family does not stop here. The family at home is a part of a greater family in Jesus Christ. We are all to be one big family on earth, operating with the same unity of heaven. Now, let me show you the kind of power that was on earth when God had a family that was operating in divine order. I'm in Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Notice that they were in one accord. In other words, they were united as one, just like heaven is one. So what happened next? Let's read verse 2 and 3. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. The power of God, Holy Spirit, fell on them all. It didn't happen until they were united as one. 
Let's look at another place. Acts chapter 4, verse 32 and 33. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither said any of them that the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was on them all. The multitude here was like one family with one heart and one soul. In Acts 17, 6, it says that they turned the world upside down. The dead were raised. The crippled were healed. The devil's control over people was broken. All because God had a people operating in the unity of the heavenly family. God is bringing us back to this, but we have to know our roles clearly to add unity and not division. This power that we read about in Acts stopped when Satan was successful in bringing division within the church. If Satan can bring division in a home, in a church, it will not stand. Matthew 12, 25 says a kingdom or house divided cannot stand. It cannot stand. It's coming down. I know this firsthand. I know what it's like to have strife at home. It's hard to win in life when you have to come home and have strife and division. Now, on the other hand, I now know what it's like to have unity at home when you're both moving together, when you're both determined to stay on the same page and not let Satan bring anything to cause strife and division, and to see the power of God moving to keep taking you higher. I know of many men and women that are moving as one and doing things that are far greater than their ability because God is fueling their success as they operate in unity. God has not had a people who moved in power like we read about in the book of Acts until now. I say now because we see the signs that we're coming to the end of this earth as it is. But the Bible is clear that a people greater than what is talked about in the book of Acts will show up before Jesus Christ returns. And the key to it is love and unity and getting back to God's original intent. The mailman and the female man must know their roles. I say it like this to emphasize that we're all one man. All of us are man, a masculine version and a feminine version, just like the Godhead. There is no God-ordained family on earth that is all masculine, not in the human family, not in the animal family, not in the insect family. So why would we think that the Godhead would be all masculine? Everything God created, one releases a seed, the other conceives the seed, and life comes forth. Now, we know from the Bible that the word is seed. And we know that in the book of Genesis, that Father God spoke words for everything that he desired to create, and the Holy Spirit was hovering over the earth and brought it to life. Father God released the seed, and Holy Spirit brought it to life. If Holy Spirit is also masculine and brought forth life, it goes against everything else God created, even the man that he said he made in his image. God the Father and God the Son want the truth to be brought out about Holy Spirit. Why? Well, one of the reasons is, and probably the main reason, is so that the male man and the female man will function as they should looking at a true reflection of the Godhead. From the beginning of time, women have been oppressed. And as I said on the last episode, Satan is behind this, and he's using the ignorance of the male man to do it. And he likely started with Adam. We can see a little of Adam's character when God talked to him after they ate from the tree. 
Adam said, the woman that you gave me, gave me of the tree. He put the blame on God and the woman, taking no responsibility for his failure. He likely told Eve all of her life, if not for you, we would not be in this mess. And his fellow male men have oppressed women ever since. For thousands of years, women have not been treated like they were one with man, equal with man, just like the Godhead is one. Even in what is said to be liberal America, women did not get a right to vote until 1920. And even today, certain denominations will not let women preach. How can we come into the unity God wants us to if we're not seeing each other in the light of the truth? Women are the image of Holy Spirit, the comforters, the counselors, the teachers, the powerful ones just like Holy Spirit. Now let's talk about the children. I believe for the most part, we are making a big mistake with the children. We are leaving them to be taught by Hollywood and Hollywood is not teaching them things that will lead to a godly life. In the Bible, we see Jesus learning at 12 years old. He likely started much younger than that. The best way to set children on the right road is to teach them while they're young. Satan knows this and he is after the children while they're young. If he can molest them, abuse them, program them early in the wrong way, he knows he likely has them for life. We have to be wiser than that because our Father God is wiser. Listen to Psalm 78 verses 4 through 8. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who shall arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. God is mindful of the children. He wants them taught at a young age before they're taught things that will make it difficult for them to believe him. As a matter of fact, the children that are being talked about here, God had to let their parents die because they were so embalmed with unbelief because of the things that they learned in Egypt as a slave. So God waited for these children to grow up that had been taught things that would enable them to believe him. This is one of my main reasons for doing this podcast to reach young people with the truth before they come around religious people who don't know the truth about who God is. We are all in the Godhead. All of us are the image of God. Young, old, male, female, we all have a divine purpose and a divine place of order in Jesus Christ. And as we function in our God-given place of unity, the world will see a people that they have never seen before. One united family on earth. We will see children laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover. Children with childlike faith who don't know any better than to believe that God will do what he said he would do. Think about the dreams we had as children until we let adults tell us that it was not possible. As adults, we've got to get back to our childlike faith while encouraging the children to believe for big things. The Bible says that all things are possible with God. All. So let's do it as a united family, believing for big things, things that can only be done with a powerful God 
and a united family. The world is ripe for a people that walk in love and that walk in unity to come into manifestation. The Bible is very clear that the sons of God will come into manifestation on the earth. Those sons will function like the son, Jesus Christ, and mighty miracles will be done. And the keys to doing that are love and unity. And of course, we got to have faith. The Bible says that whosoever will say even to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe what he says shall come to pass. He will have whatsoever he says. Now, why does the Bible say that? Because he has faith in God. He has faith that God will honor his word, that the Holy Spirit that's here on the earth with us, that just as Father God spoke in the, in the beginning, and Holy Spirit brought it into manifestation, we will speak on the earth and Holy Spirit will bring into manifestation what we speak that lines up with the word of God. God is going to demonstrate to the world that he is almighty, that he is all powerful, and you and I have an opportunity to be a part of what he's doing in this day. Look around, look at what's happening in the world. Look at the chaos, look at the wars, look at the, the the things that are taking place. And it's very clear to see that things are happening on the earth that have never happened on earth before. And we carry the answer. We carry God on the inside of us. God told Abraham that in multiplying him, he would multiply himself. We are those people that he told Abraham about. God multiplied on the earth, moving as one in the same manner that Jesus moved with Holy Spirit on the inside of us, empowering us to do what would normally be impossible for us to do. It's all about coming into the place of unity, coming into the place, men taking their role, their leading role as being the, the head of the home, as being the spiritual leader. Women rising up and understanding that you are more than what this world has told you you are. You are one with man. You are one. You are one. You are one. You are a feminine version of man as powerful as you see Holy Spirit moving in unity with the Godhead. That is how you are to move with man. And we have it. It's on the inside of us. And as we continue to draw closer to God, God will begin to unveil to us our specific purpose in what he's doing in this last day. Each of us have been created to do a divine purpose on the earth. Nobody can do what you have been created to do. Nobody can do what I've been created to do. We have to fulfill what God sent us to the planet to do. And the only way it can be done is drawing closer to God and operating in his divine order, whether we be a masculine version of the Godhead or a feminine version of the Godhead, finding out what our role is and operating in our place, going into whatever areas that God is leading us into, whether it be politics, whether it be business, whether it be uh, the arts, whatever area that God is leading us to go in, we go in taking the Lord Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. We go in led by the Lord, empowered by the Lord, and performing things that only can be done with him. And many will come to say, I've seen this happen in my life. How do I get to know this God that's doing these kind of things? It's available for us to move and operate in this day in a way that the world can see there is a mighty God in us ready to perform through us as we operate in his divine order 
in His divine love. Let me say right here, if you don't know our living Savior, Jesus Christ, you can get to know Him now. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I believe that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sins. Jesus, I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Help me to live this life. Thank you. That's it. It's that simple. If you believe what you just prayed, he has come in. Start reading the Bible for yourself. You can start in the book of St. John and in the book of Romans, and God will begin to show you his purpose for your life, and he'll begin to show himself unto you. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode. I was just